Survives Wingfoot. Now the moment Aaron Badley has waited. Curry Webb is the five-time Australian Open champion. Golf at its best by one of the best in golf, Peter Thompson. Stand in front of a crowd like this today and win the PGA Championship is pretty special. He's done it at last, Greg Norman. to golf across Australia and the world. Thanks to Golf Australia, we're going inside the ropes. Subscribe now on iTunes or your favourite podcast app or head to golf.org.au. Hello and welcome everybody to Inside the Ropes, another special Emirates Australian Open edition live from the Lakes Golf Club in Sydney. I'm Mark Hayes. Joined again, we're, we're putting the band back together for another night. It was so successful last night, Martin Blake. Huge reviews. Hello, Hazy. Yeah, it was a big day at uh, the Lakes today, wasn't it? You know, a lot happening. We had a hole in one by uh, a player who's in the lead. We've got a world number 1,062 in the lead. An Aussie, that came late. We didn't see that coming, fair to say. No, and the All- Australian All Abilities Championship presented by ISPS Hander also kicked off, and that was just uh, a sight to behold. Michael Clayton, did you? Um, what was the highlight of your day? Well, I watched Michaluzzi and Colsarts, who had a... Wildly up and down day, including a penalty that was uh, taken away from him, which was nice. But uh, Michaluzzi played beautifully. So you were. Let's talk about that. It's a bit off off Broadway, but why not start off Broadway? It's where we end up. We may as well start there tonight. You're talking about Nick Colsarts, uh, just around the turn during his round today. Well, he was 75 yesterday. Bad finish, bogey, bogey, out five under. Beautiful shot to 18 with a long line to eight foot. Hold it five under. Good drive at one, plugged it in the bunker, left it in. Uh, I, I was watching him, but I couldn't see because his feet were below. He, as the ball came back towards him, he tried to get out of the road and he touched the club with his hand, I think. No, Touch, touched the sand with his club. So someone assessed him two shots, so he made eight there. Went from two under the two over. Three pro the next to go to three over. Birdied five and six to go to one over. Part seven, Simon Madulski came up on the 18 and said, you're all clear. No penalty, so he went to one under, knocked two shots onto the eighth and made four, two under, part of the last. So 67. So that was a... That is a wild ride. It's a wild That's ride. It's a wild so, two hours. And I, can, I, I spoke to Simon Magdulski, who's the head of um, rules at Golf Australia and in charge at this tournament. He actually went all the way to the Royal and Ancient to, to get the ruling. Oh, wow. So uh, the delay between where the incident occurred and when the ruling was officially given... Sorry, did they have video? Uh, no, they didn't. No. They relied on... Primarily on Nick's explanation of the of the incident, and my, I understand that he actually said something that was misleading, not intentionally, clearly, and he called it on himself, by the way. So let's not let's put that on the table. But he, he said the wrong thing that sent them down the wrong rules path. Then they got it straightened out, but they had to go to the RNA. It came back well, all clear, and we're rapt to see Nick Colsarts, the big Belgian basher. I'm he, not, I can't call him the, I can't call him the Belgian bomber anymore. That's a bit got he's different good. connotations. He's good. He's really good. No, he's great. Now, scoreboard. Let's have a look at the scoreboard after we, we'll come back off uh, the little side streets of Manhattan and back onto Broadway. The uh, the leaderboard's fascinating, Blakey, as you mentioned. Ben Ahn had a hole in one today. The Korean, who was the overnight leader, only only shot a a uh, three under par round to get to eight under today, and he was joined late in the round at the top of the Emirates Australian Open leaderboard by 
someone well-known in Australian golf, but I dare say if you're listening to this overseas, you probably haven't heard of Max McArdle. Well, Max is number 1062 in the world. He's 33 years of age. Comes from Goolwa down on the... Uh, is that the Storm Boy country? Down on the mouth of the mouth of the Murray. Um, we'll, we'll play a grab in a moment, uh, just how, talking about when he turned pro, the so, kind of stuff he does. But basically, he's worked quite a few jobs, and then he's been a pro since, I think, 2010. He's playing on the PGA Tour China. He's been playing pretty well, and then he played all the state opens here. But he's never won a tournament as a pro. He won the South Australian Amateur, which he said was probably his biggest win still to this day. And he won a three-round Sandscrape Pro-Am, <laughs> I think he said, in Port Augusta. Wow. And again, if you're listening overseas, that's that may as well have been in ancient Hebrew to most people overseas, Clates. Yep. He birdied, he birdied his last two holes, eight and nine. So one's a par five, obviously... Pumped in a birdie there. The par three ninth, he hits it into the that thick fescue rough near the bunker, bangs down the putter head on the on the ball to try and get it. He said to get it within six feet, and it went straight in. So wow. sometimes you have days. Maybe Hazel will have a, a a listen to Max McArdle, joint leader in the Emirates Australian Open, talking about his early days of, as a pro and how he got it done. Grew up in a little town called Goolwa in South Australia, and. Left high school halfway through year 12 and, and did a mechanical apprenticeship. Um, I was playing other stuff and then once I finished my apprenticeship, made the move to Adelaide to sort of give golf a go um, and push myself. And whilst I was you know, doing golf full time through the day, I'd work uh, toll priority um, as a dockhand, you know, shifting freight sort of Monday to Friday for, for 15 months to pay my way, pay for me to be able to play golf and pay my bills. Oh, good luck to Max. He's, you know, um, journeyman would would be the uh, adjective that you'd, you'd, that would fit. But he, but he's playing well. Just sounds so similar to the uh, story of Matt Kuchar. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. remarkable, isn't yeah, it? Remarkable, yeah. Down at Toll Holdings in Goolwa and Adelaide. <laughs> uh, so let's go through the leaderboard. Oh, remiss of me, we've been doing this for five minutes and we haven't gone past two people on the leaderboard. So sorry about that. Matt Kuchar is in a three-way tie for third. Uh, at seven under, having shot a five under round today, very impressive early on, and just you know, looked for, for all money like he would just blow the tournament away at one stage. Someone who did momentarily was David Migaluzzi, the amateur from Victoria, uh, had it going, um, and actually had a three or four shot lead after three. he yeah. was was he five under through six holes today. He went birdie, birdie, eagle, birdie. Yeah, amazing 12, start, 30, having, having teed off on the tenth. David Migaluzzi ended up finishing with a sixty-nine to be seven under the card. And a tremendous story again from Jake McLeod, uh, the man bun operator from Queensland. Uh, he shot a five under round today to get to seven under into that share of third with Kucha and Mikaluzzi. Of course, the New South Wales Open champion last week, his maiden professional victory. Fantastic to see him up there. Now, an absolute logjam at sixth. So Abraham Answer, Keegan Bradley... Jordan Zunich, who we'll talk about more in a minute, Cameron Percy, Marcus Fraser, Matt Jager, and the Australian amateur champion, Kota Nakajima of Japan, all at six under the card, and there's another host of players all under the card. Is is there anyone there who stands out as a story to you more than Jordan Zunich? Well, he flew in on the morning of the, from Spain on the morning of the event, uh, did he not? He, he was playing in the Q School final in Europe, in Spain, pulled the pin at the last conceivable moment to get here, Rocked up, had pre-ordered an afternoon tea time yesterday. Yeah. Got here with an hour to spare. Yeah. Whacked his clubs down, had, hadn't slept, barely slept on the plane, I believe, 
and ran out here and, and shot played in the worst of conditions yesterday and hung it together and shot a 65 today. I think that's the best score that's of the day. That's a low round of the week so far. The scoring average was at just above 72 today compared to 74 yesterday. That's, I mean, that's, at, a, that's a full two shots easier. That's an extraordinary tale from Jordan's audience. I mean, these yeah. things sort of crop up in the Australian Open because of the timing and the calendar that we get people rushing from everywhere. But to do that, I think, speaks volumes of a man who's got a lot of talent, hasn't he? He's, he's built like a pull-through for a rifle, Clates, but he certainly moves the ball out there. He does. The biggest, I thought the most impressive, was way, it was way down the leaderboard. Yep. But was never going to make the cut after 10 minutes on the first day was the defending champion. Cameron Davis. Who started... Quadruple bogey, double bogey, bogey, seven over on a horrible day after three holes. And he had 76 an eight today a good as well, score. Correct. Started out today, bogey, par triple bogey. Mm. Birdie, birdie, eagle. Two more birdies in the front. 69, 145. So probably not going to win. Too far back to win, but you'd have put your house on him missing the cut after. 45 minutes on Thursday. That's a remarkable effort, I think. Not many people would have a quad and stay in contention, but if you throw in a, a, a double and a two triple... Eights. I mean, basically in two holes, he's blown his tournament up. Two eights is... You can't, not gonna, you know, that's... So I did some research. Seven shots. That's that seven. You know, he dropped seven shots in two holes and he's... You know, he passed those two holes and he's right right there. Not like me to bring research to the inside the ropes no. table. Blakey, I normally I've leave heard it of. for far more learned people <laughs> than myself, but... Uh, Justin Falconer and myself went deep, deep dive today and came Ooh, up the with... deep dive. Yeah, we did. Since World War Two, there's been six players who have had a round of 76 or worse who have gone on to win the championship. Uh, Clates, I, you often put challenge, ch- trivia challenges to me. The most recent one is a gentleman in the field. Have you got any recollection of who that might be? No, no clue. Blakey, do you want to have a crack? No, no idea. John Sendon opened with a 76 ah, in 2006 and went on to win the championship. So oh, it's not w- Sydney. Not but, without yeah, precedent. Okay. Birdied the last two holes to win it. Yeah. The only problem for Cam Davis, as I said, is he's got a million people between him and the lead. Yeah, he's not catching up. It's a no. lot. He's not, he's, well, he, he could have he shot 265s, but... He's going to require other people not yeah. to have good rounds, and that's, yeah. that's well, a tall a, order. There's a few guys out of it. None, none of the really the, the pros that you'd expect to make the cut missed it, but Cameron Smith just made it, plus one. Snedeker Brent Snedeker just two. made it, plus one. Um, but a lot of the good players are up, up near the top, to be perfectly truthful. It, it's a better leaderboard than it was last night. And, uh, you know, Michaluzzi, Clates, what did you make of him? You watched him closely today. I mean, it's well, the Aaron Bad- Baddeley comparison. We'll have a listen to a grab in a moment from David Michaluzzi, but just 22 years of age, uh, southern suburbs of Melbourne, Vic Amateur champion, yeah. master of the amateurs. He's had a great amateur career. He's not going to turn pro until this time next year. He's taking his time with that. But what do you think? He's moving the ball out of there a long yeah, way. Yeah, he smashes it. Strong. Coach the little kid, but strong and smashes it like they all do. He made a great six at the four, at the 17th after a good start. He hit second in the water. Yeah. Had to drop it back way on the other side. and Long iron for his fourth. Pitched it eight feet and made it. Great, had, difficult had, pitch. Had to hit it straight back at the water. Yeah, and then he... Bad shot at 18, bad shot at one, where he made a bogey. Where well, I need to correct my story because I committed, I sentenced him with a par at the first, where he oh. made a bogey, <laughs> so we can go and fix that up. Um, and then he hit three great iron shots in the next three holes, and then and missed shortish birdie putts at six. He, he was very unhappy. Eight about and nine. That. I think he was unhappy a, about that. He felt he, he left some some out there. Yeah, I think it says a lot about. David Michaluzzi, not only now but in the future, that when he came in here to talk to us, Blake, which I'm sure you're about to reference. Yeah. He wasn't 
up in the air that he was leading the Australian Open at the time. He was annoyed. He, he was filthy that he wasn't 12 under. Well, David Michaluzzi uh, has been asked tonight about the comparison with Aaron Baddeley, who's the last amateur to win the Emirates Australian Open 1999. Uh, so it's inevitable he's going to be asked, and uh, our own Mark Hayes did ask him today. It'd be awesome to win. It's awesome to win any pro event as an amateur. I saw, saw it firsthand with Zach at W Open. I came second. And, like, just seeing, like, he's... He's got such a great schedule these next four months. And, yeah, it would be great. <laughs> Obviously, it would be awesome winning, winning an event, especially any event's great to win. Uh, to win this week would be really good. Um, it is in the back of my mind a little bit, but all I've got to do is just play good golf. Like I've, been playing, like I've been playing pretty well the last four or five weeks. So, like... Feels like it's not going anywhere anytime soon, so I'm um, yeah, I'll just keep playing. There's David, David Michaluzzi, one of um, I'm just doing a quick count. I, I apologize because I've only just walked off the course here, and I apologize. I think he's one of five. I'll get the boys to check it for me. One of five amateurs to make the cut here. Uh, we spoke about the depth of the amateur field before the tournament, uh, and it's really starting to shine through. Dave Michaluzzi's leading the race for low amateur, obviously, at seven under, um, but the, and we mentioned also Kata Nakajima. But of the, there are three others. It's Takumi Kanaya, the Asia-Pacific amateur champion. Uh, Victor Hoyland from, uh, from Norway, the U.S. amateur champion. And there's one other as I scroll down my screen. Daniel Hillier, the former Australian junior champion from New Zealand. Uh, also in the top 20 in the world. I mean, that is a star-studded you know, amateur field that's worthy of any tournament in the world, and we're really proud of that. I would have thought, Blakey, the big name to have missed the cut, which was two over, fell at two over. Um, top 60 in ties, top 60 professionals and ties, of course, made it. Lahiri. Anaban Lahiri. Yeah. Finished very flat today, didn't he? Yeah, it's funny. I, I watched him come up the ninth last night, and he was, I think, one under. Yeah. And uh, he went for the flag and went down. It was a sort of sucker pin on the left, and he went down the left and made double. And it kind of ruined his day, and then he was just flat today, I think. Yeah, finished four over, and, and it was a really... It was a disappointing finish. He, he offered nothing in the last couple of holes, drove the ball, uh, needing a birdie on the last two holes, drove the ball in the water off the tee on 17, and then hit a really rank tee shot on, on 18 into the sort of front left bunker, and never really gave you up. Four over, disappointing for him. I'd say he's clearly the biggest name to miss. Travis Smythe will be disappointed, I know. Um, others scrolling down here. Chalmers, Fowler, Gog and Hensby. It's, it's a hard game when you get older, isn't it? It, it is. Uh, yeah, it's just... On a course four like that, terrific too. players and missed by a shot. That's that's a miserable... Anthony Quayle's probably disappointed that he finished five over the card. But generally speaking, I think we've got... Most of the people we thought could contend are at the pointy end of the leaderboard. Let's uh, let's just focus, change our... Switch our focus to something else quickly. Today... Blakey and Clates, I'm not sure who wants to talk about it, but the Australian All Abilities Championship uh, began. Uh, it was very emotional. There was a, a generous crowd. I wouldn't say it was packed by any means, but crowded around the 10th tees. First tees, they went off alternate to, to try and finish at the same time. 12 of the best golfers with a disability in the world went away in the AAAC, presented by ISPS Hander, and really showed showed up some tremendous golf. There's... If, you, if we thought some of the holes were hard for the pros, Clates, that first is daunting. For the best of these pros in the Australian Open field, it's it's really aggressive for some of those guys. Yeah, mind you, you only make eight at the first hole if you try and make a four. That's absolutely true. If you try and make five, it's a really easy five. 
Um, so let, let's just run through the leaderboard of, of the uh, Australian All Abilities Championship. Adam Wabi from Belgium. He's the overnight leader after round one of three rounds at five over the card. Uh, closely followed by Johan Kamerstad, who I just interviewed Blakey, and he was he couldn't believe that he didn't shoot 68. He was absolutely distraught that he was that far down. Uh, he said, I, oh, I just wanted to do so much better. I just wanted to do so much better. Sorry about my Swedish accent, but... Uh, he's he's a very competitive young man. Brendan Lawler uh, from Ireland is at six over the card. Jeff Nicholas dropped about a 25-foot birdie putt on his last hole to shoot a 79 today. And then there's a gap back to Timo Kleeschen of Germany, Mike Rolls, Cameron Pollard of Australia at 14 and 15 under, respectively. The big surprises today were Charles-Henri Quillon and Juan Postigo at 16 and 18 over the card. Number one and two in the world. Uh Neither of them were very happy uh, walking out of the scorers well, a minute ago. Well, Juan's been uh, doing the media rounds all, all week, so maybe you know he was a little bit distracted. But he, he actually hit it in the water on the first hole. Try, tried to take the long route over, over the yeah. water, and, and he, yeah. he wasn't that far off it because he can no. smash it. But well, uh, he's from Progenia, so he was pretending. Maybe there's the Spanish <laughs> blood that he was channeling Xavi there. And Shane Luke twenty over, Stephen Pryor twenty four over, and England's Ashley Harris twenty six over. But Honestly, they were so excited to play, and the galleries were really appreciative of their abilities. Um, you know, it, it was fantastic. I, that's the first of many of those, I'm sure, to come. Blake, I, spoke, I spoke to Mike Rolls from Victoria. Who, who What did he shoot? 16 over, and uh, he said he was very nervous. 14, and, uh, 14 over. And, and one of the officials I was speaking to said they were all quite nervous today because it's had a lot, of, a lot of attention, and all of a sudden they had to kind of get it Man done on, yeah. off, a, off a pro tee on a, on a you know... Proper course. So. They're pro- they're playing um, in front of galleries they've never seen before. Um, so full credit to them. I- I'm sure that the-, the scores will come down as they feel more comfortable over the weekend. So that just leaves us, I reckon, us to quickly reanalyse our predictions before. What did you- who did you go for, Clay? Well, I picked Michalouzi to be leading amateur, so I'm looking good there. And Cameron Smith. Why? Well, How's that tracking? Just made back. the cut. Is he too far back? And your ruffie? Was he one over? Who was my ruffie? Oh, one of the old guys who were off. Leonard's one under. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. Uh, what about you, Blakey? I was on Cameron Smith, which has proved to be uh, completely fallacious. And uh, <laughs> just to throw in a good word there, you've got to be careful what you say sometimes. And I had uh, my roughie, just for John Huggins' sake, was a who? Uh, Greg Chalmers, no chance. Didn't make the cut, Didn't Greg Chalmers. So yeah. that leaves me here to talk about, um, you know, I copped a lot of stick yesterday for my... Oh, from you in particular, from, uh, from my Abraham Answer interview, which was hard-hitting, I thought. Well, he's right there. Well, my man is six under the card in a type of six. I also picked Brett Coletta, who shot a 68 today, and this four under, and I picked Victor Hoyland, who's just nicely placed at four under as well. So Matt Cooch has never gone back-to-back back since high school. <laughs> He's going to go back-to-back. Back. He's going to win it, isn't he? Are you brushing my entire yeah. conversation? Yeah. Wow. Matt Cooch is going to win it, I think. What, are you going to reassess? No, he's worn out. He's, no, no, I'm going... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, well, no, Coletta. I think Coletta needs to do... Yeah, he's a great player, that kid. He is. I don't think he's going to win, but I hope he does. He's really good. He's really good. He needs to, you know, one of these kids needs to stand up and give it two sixty sevens and run over the top of them all. I got no doubt that someone's going to dial up something pretty low on the weekend. And finally, we've got a break in the weather predicted. So um, let's hope. I'm sure it's going to be a cracking weekend here at the Lakes Golf Club in Southern Sydney. We'll bid you adieu now. I apologise for the noise of the mowers and everything in the background and the planes flying overhead. But it's been a, a great uh, thrill to bring you episode seventy one of Inside the Ropes. We'll come back and have another crack at the title for you tomorrow night.